welcome to another episode of the Token Talk EDU. On this episode, I'll be talking to you more about my background with just my background and how I kind of had used um, cannabis to get through a lot of those emotional roller coasters in my life. I want to promote the idea that cannabis complements our mental health journey and does not become a crutch. Control your life despite your vice. That's my motto. So I'm going to talk about the points in my life that I consider traumatic and that I'm, I use cannabis as a crutch unknowingly to get through. First, when I was a senior in high school, I was arrested twice. No, there weren't cannabis-related arrests, but cannabis did become one of the hurdles of this journey. I was arrested and placed on six months of probation. Then during that time, I got arrested again. In order to graduate from high school when I was violated for my second arrest, I opted for a house arrest anklet instead of actual jail time. I was informed that the anklet had an alcohol monitor, so I was not allowed to drink. Not that I was supposed to anyways. I was only 18 years old. I chose to smoke more to supplement this I was also dealing with the disappointment I had in myself, the disappointment I was getting from my parents, my teachers, and the words of my peers. I felt extremely low and felt I had to get some kind of release. When I went to remove my anklet one month later, I was asked to pee in a cup for a drug test. Yep, you guessed it. I tested positive for cannabis and I had to explain myself. I tried to use the excuse of getting a contact high, but my probation officer wasn't having it. I ended up getting violated for the second time, and this time I had to report every Sunday for 24 hours to jail. One of these Sundays was actually my 19th birthday. I finished all of that and went on to graduate with my bachelor's. By taking a solo trip abroad when I was doing a study abroad. I also learned about navigating situations without putting high levels of emotion, emotional value, and to educate myself through these things in this process of the last few years and discovering travel and cannabis as my vice. So let's get back to this story. So my first solo trip was motivated by cannabis. As a short detour on my study abroad trip, I went to Amsterdam. I wanted to smoke in the most famous cannabis city in the world. I went there and got a brownie and found my way through the city. After this, I was drawn to travel as another vice. I found a way to kind of combine the two. I wasn't always looking for cannabis in my travels, but I always 
had it in the back of my mind and still do when I consider a location for my travels. Sometimes it just falls into my lap. Like the time I found a guy from Georgia smoking on the beach in Maui while watching the sunset and him giving me a nug. That highlighted the last few days of that trip for sure. I began to research travel and what the laws were where I went about cannabis and other things. I wanted to learn more about the laws internationally and went on to get my master's in international relations. This helped me with the research on the topics that I discuss on this show and, and also the parts of my brand and what I have become the go-to in my friend group has before. Like, oh, you know about travel? Oh, you know about cannabis? I began going to therapy during this time along with my cannabis use. I found that during my therapy, I wasn't always as honest about my use of cannabis because of the shame and judgment I feared for my therapist and maybe the amount that I used. And I still to this day have issues with that. I did eventually tell my therapist and found the beginnings of thought work when I began to approach not using it as a coping device. So... In 2017, I took the leap and left my job, not necessarily in the clearest mind because I became overwhelmed with my worth and the job being pretty much the same thing to me. I spent the next year taking steps to figure out my next steps. I was also dealing with pressures I felt to have things figured out and blamed cannabis for not being able to do so. It just was supposed to solve everything. That was the thing. Ironically, cannabis became and was part of the reason I decided made the decision to move to Spain in 2018. <laughs> Excuse me. I was on the fence about moving to Denver and getting a job in cannabis or moving to Spain. I posted about it in the group and was informed that cannabis was big here and about the clubs from my past visits, but I was scared about the whole residency thing. When I found out the town, I found out the town I was assigned to and looked into, looked it up on weed maps, I found that there was a CSE or Cannabis Social Club here. I decided to take the leap and I came. Now two years later, or almost two years later, I'm still here. While cannabis is not responsible for these decisions, finding it at such a young and vulnerable state it made me feel that I needed it to have some sense of control in my life. I had to analyze my relationship more recently with cannabis when I found myself feeling that I couldn't handle my emotions without it. Then the shame I felt for not being able to do so. Spain has been great in helping me notice that more, that I have been using cannabis as a crutch socially. I have to navigate through so many thoughts before I can leave the house. I'm a rarity here as a black woman, and while I'm navigating being okay with the stares and remarks, I find myself letting my emotions get the best of me and using cannabis to cope with the social situations. Social anxiety can be heightened with cannabis use. Navigating a thought process that helps me think it through before I toke 
is the work I'm doing, and I invite you to, to do as well. My hindsight is 2020 for sure. I was able to get most of my, all of my records expunged actually, and I'm navigating my life with more insight on my why now. My motivation to pursue, my, I'm motivated to pursue my PhD in order to research more about cannabis and its impact as a coping mechanism and legislation that could navigate that area so that it's not becoming the new tobacco. I saw many of my peers going to heavier drugs before even jumping into cannabis. So I don't believe it's a gateway drug, but I do think that it is a substance that needs to be monitored and studied to get a better understanding of how it impacts us. The importance of teaching coping mechanisms through thought work and thought reframing instead of looking for coping tools outside is something I'm here for. I'm not speaking to people that struggle with heart addictions or true mental illness or disorders. I'm speaking to the more common ways we avoid our thoughts through coping outside of ourselves with everyday things. I ate a sandwich with a lot of mayo and cheese. So I'm gonna go run all day today. That's coping throughout without thinking about why you're so upset about the number of calories you ate today and why it's such a big issue. If you have been diagnosed or believe you have an addiction, I say seek professional help. I am not a professional. Instead of shame and miseducation, we should be using legislation to promote the proper use of vices. I'm inviting you to take a deeper look at why you choke or do any other of your other vices, whether they're perceived as healthy or not, and how often you choke or use those vices to cope. Is it helping you get away from your problems and leaving you with a feeling of shame or devoided, or do those feelings come back once the high or whatever is gone? It also, for me, creates the shame you feel for using cannabis in the first place because your thoughts are telling you that you cannot navigate without it. And I don't believe that it's true for anyone. I believe it's a good point to help you ease into navigating your thoughts but shouldn't be the soul. I promote the use of cannabis in life coaching through thought work. Get deeper into your why in all areas of your life, including your vice, regardless of the fact that it doesn't create as much harm to your physical being as alcohol or hard drugs. It can still create a life that is a haze to navigate through. <laughs> I don't want to be alive and not live because I can't face my thoughts and emotions. I want to control my life. And if you want to do the same or even know someone that would benefit from the insight that I'm giving, let them know about this podcast. I'm also going to start releasing weekly templates that will help you reframe your thoughts through thought work before you talk. So that way, at least you can toke and feel that you're getting 
something accomplished and have a goal in mind, like some type of incentive. I will continue to frame the podcast in a way that will help others and myself navigate cannabis without numbing out. I'm navigating my thoughts and so can you. You deserve to enjoy your vice on your own terms, controlling your life despite your vice. So that will wrap up another episode of the Token Talk EDU. Don't forget to follow me on Instagram at the Token Talk EDU. You can also join the Facebook group, The Token Tribe. If you want to support for more information in the future, you can also become a Patreon with the link below in the show notes. Thank you for joining me, and you guys have a great day.